0: TNVR Broncos live, coming to you from Studio C. The C stands for, uh, can you believe it? Can you believe these QB rankings?
1: <laughs> Good work, Ryan.
0: Thank you, thank you. I'm, I'm pretty proud of that one. Um, there we are. We're back on here. Um, Henry, there's a couple things here, but I think we have to lead um, – with what was being dubbed as breaking news, I think this is, uh, this is pretty important stuff. Oh, actually, it was dubbed as an update. Um, but this is, oh, boy, is this uh, a big update here? Allie, could you bring that up for us? Here it is from Jordan Football. Update. <laughs> <laughs> update. The Broncos are reportedly tailoring their offense around new quarterback Russell Wilson. A source told Jerry Fowler.
1: It's big stuff. <laughs> big <laughs> stuff. I mean, if you weren't bought into this coaching staff before, you have to be now. I mean, what does this wow. mean? This means at some point, all these offensive coaches were sitting around a table and somebody said, huh, we have Russell Wilson as quarterback. Maybe we should keep that in mind. And everybody mm-hmm. else agreed.
0: Yes. You know, it's funny because like we joke here in, in no, and no actual shade at our friend Jordan football here. Um, but... At, there have been times where it didn't feel like the team actually was tailoring their their offense to their quarterback. So maybe we should um, give him a little bit of a break here that this actually is news, even though it shouldn't be.
1: Maybe. I mean, maybe. I, if, if it was Pat Shermer, I mean, what, what? how do you even tailor an offense around Teddy Bridgewater? Like, honestly, it kind of did. Like, you go back and watch, and it's like, oh, yep, every receiver is exactly five yards away from the line of scrimmage. Teddy Bridgewater offense except for the guys on the edges guys on the edges go downfield because he can't get the ball there so why not lob one up if none of the other three are open but yeah I mean it's a a big new big news day for us over here in Bronco land I think there
0: were multiple times that they ran five hooks on third and five Uh, just spread it out all the way five guys turned right around at five yards
1: just hoping they're not running cover too. I guess.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, no, but th- th- this is. Uh, yeah, that's that's a fun one to start with. What we're really starting with, though, is you're back in Colorado, so the uh, quest to see a bear bore no fruit, huh?
1: Yeah, it was a real shame. Like again, we came real close. We're up on top of that mountain, and the guy gets the mountain top right behind us. He's like, "Hey, watch out on the way down." There's a bear kind of skittered across the road and climbed up a tree. It's like, "Okay, where is he? He's like, "Oh, just a couple miles back next to the waterfall, the three arches." It's like, "Okay, we'll be looking." I looked in all the trees, no bear. Then that was that turned out to be as close as we got. Ah, tough. Uh, all All the trees. There were a lot of trees
2: you were actively looking and searching
1: it was uh, yeah i mean if, if there's a bear you're on the lookout like <laughs> yeah. you you gotta you, next thing you know he's right behind you and who knows what happens there
0: yeah uh you gotta have awareness or a bareness um a bear-ness. i uh i've been having dreams about bears because of all of this bear talk that we've been doing
1: really what happened yeah. in the dream
0: I'm actually vaguely like I can't really remember it. I just remember that there were bears.
2: Have you told (laughs) the Broncos community about our almost bear sighting? How we couldn't go we couldn't get out of the car before we got into the garage Um, and the garage door closed?
0: Yeah, that's just my mom freaking out. Um, Mm -hmm. When we were in Steamboat, there was a bear sighting in the neighborhood Um, Mm -hmm. and my mom was like convinced that we were gonna die um
2: buddy had the uh smoker out so we were like oh maybe that's what's attracting it
0: yeah we were smoking some brisket on the 3rd of july getting it ready for the 4th of july and they were convinced strongly convinced that that was gonna attract the bear but i did some research bears not attracted to smoke actually the opposite because they're an animal smoke means fire means don't go
1: yeah interesting because my thought was like does a bear care what kind of meat it gets like if like if you were to get like perfectly smoked brisket put that just like on one table and then on the other table just like half of a dead deer or something like does it does would it go to the good meat or does it just not care
0: it would go to, according to my research which is pretty in-depth it would go to the deer Um, because they are, unless they have previously been exposed to cooked meat, the smell of cooked meat doesn't smell like food to
1: them. Weird. That's weird. I also, this is a little bit even more off topic, but I was going through Twitter for like three hours this morning and I saw this video of these two lions. They're like, apparently they were like raised by this lady and the lady came back a long time later and the like lions came up and hugged her. But the lions were kept inside a fence, but not a big fence, just a really small fence. And I thought, what is the point of this? Because it's very, it was like, it looked like a dog park almost, where it's like one of those, it's like a cute green fence. There's like a path in it and the lions come up and like hug over the fence. It's like, why? I don't know. I guess without the context of seeing the video, it's tough to imagine, but it did make me wonder, like, is that what's, what's the point of that fence?
0: I don't know. It kind of goes back to my whole thing about gorillas. Gorillas, yep. (laughs) 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 Gorilla enclosures are merely just a suggestion for the gorillas.
1: Exactly.
2: I didn't realize this was an animal podcast.
0: It should be. I I mean, Bronco's an animal, so...
1: That is true. That is true. Rocky, not an animal. A Nugget, not an animal. An Avalanche, not an animal. This This is the Denver Animal Podcast.
0: This is... By far the cl- most closely related, although buffs and rams also animals.
1: Um, we, what if we did a thing where whenever the the Broncos play like an animal team, we go live from the zoo outside of that animal's enclosure?
0: Oh my god, that's good. Wouldn't someone, it be good? someone tell Parker we, we need to do a partnership with the zoo?
1: Yes, I I will fund it.
0: Like, does Nine News still do that? I remember when I was a kid, like watching like on Fridays. I think it was. Uh, they would have like the seal choose a ball.
1: Between yeah,
0: the Drew's Broncos or, Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like, are they still doing that?
1: I don't. Or can we so. bring it back? I think we can bring it back. Like, we should we should do that. We should interview whatever animal they're playing. Like, uh, like a lion. What else is there? Like, AFC West Charger. That's dumb. Chiefs. Panthers. Dumb. Raiders. Dumb. So none in the division. That's some garbage. Um. Yeah. We'll there are to... as many animals. As you think,
0: yeah. Bengals, bears.
1: Uh huh. They don't have any. They don't have any. Bi- we we call them buffaloes here. They don't have any buffaloes. Well, I think they actually do have like water buffaloes at that zoo.
0: They do. All right, we're gonna move on. Okay. Um, top ten. So remember last week we talked about where Pat Sertan ranked uh, on the e- Jeremy Fowler poll of uh, ESPN execs. Players and coaches. I don't know if in the actual article it tells you exactly how many of each, but I feel like that's important to know. Um, But it's execs, players, and coaches uh, ranking the top 10 at each position. Last week we talked a little bit about corner. I think that's the only one that we talked about because it was the only one where a Bronco popped up on it. Um, But we've got another one, actually, another two today. We're going to start though with the quarterback position. And I think this is an interesting one. Um, with the way that the top stacks up and the, and how low I believe Russell Wilson is. So, um, let's go through this, Henry. Number one, Aaron Rodgers. Number two, Patrick Mahomes. Number three, Josh Allen. Number four, Tom Brady. Number five, Joe Burrow. Number six, Matthew Stafford. Number seven, Justin Herbert. Number eight, Russ Wilson. Number nine, Deshaun Watson. And number 10, Dak
1: Prescott
0: your instant reaction
1: um I mean first you look at Russell Wilson like if your first reaction isn't where's Russell Wilson where's Russell Wilson oh there he is then like this is probably not a podcast for you <laughs> um number eight without like looking at the names around him it's like yeah that that feels about right like I, I doubt he'd be much lower than that I think that that was probably pretty close to his floor in a ranking like this but yeah, I mean in in that range probably um, but then the the other big one is like it's always like Joe Burrow at number five. You know, I I'm not sure it's it's tough to mix the young guys with the old guys and figuring out like the order of so where do Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Matthew Stafford, Russell Wilson, um, where do those guys stack up? That order I feel like is easy to come up with. Same with like where does Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Justin? That order is easy to come up with. It's mixing those two orders together. I think is a real challenge.
0: Yeah, I think obviously like the youth plays a factor here. I think with Joe Burrow getting so high, here's what I'll say. The top four, at least the names is undebatable to me. I agree. Um, those are the four best quarterbacks in football. As of right now, you can debate the order all day long. It's all going to come down to what you value. Do you value youth? Do you value you know, uh, accomplishments. Do you value clutch? Where are you at on that? Like, that's going to be what comes down. Aaron Rodgers ends up number one here because he's the back-to-back MVP in my opinion. So, like, it's hard to argue with that. Just the way it's hard to argue that Nicole Jokic isn't the best player in basketball. Like, two straight seasons, no flukes. Um, Aaron Rodgers has that case. Where I think it gets interesting, and where I think Dane, uh, where I think Russell Wilson should be slotted is five. Um, Uh, I mean, let's just look at Joe Burrow. You know, obviously Joe Burrow was awesome last year and the playoffs matter too. But, you know, his season last season is like a pretty standard Russell Wilson season aside from yards. He stacked up a lot more yards and um, was incredibly accurate at 70% completion percentage. But to me, like one season that... 34 touchdowns, 14 interceptions doesn't do enough for me to say he's better than Russell Wilson right now. Um, Now, if you were doing the whole, like, I'm starting a franchise thing, um, then you have to factor in youth and blah, blah, blah. You probably take Joe Burrow. If I'm just saying, who do I want this year to be my quarterback? I'm taking Russell Wilson.
1: Yeah. And I think that that's, like, definitely an argument you can make, Um, you know, again, like, it's it's just so hard with those younger guys to project. And so you you err on the cautious side throwing Russell Wilson in there. Like that that's probably a good call. Um, I look at it and say the the Justin Herbert one is is an easier conversation for me where it's like, yeah, Russell Wilson's just in front of him. Um yep, straight and up. I'm sure, there's like the upside and whatever else, but I, I think that he's in front of him. I'd have Stafford probably in front of Burrow. And then you get into that Stafford Russell Wilson conversation for number five in my mind. Um and maybe Joe Burrow Russell Wilson a little bit too. I I don't know. Um and and that's where it really gets tough though, just because they're different styles of quarterback.
0: The sample size for me on Joe Burrow is just so small, and obviously, like he's getting a lot of mm-hmm. um he's getting a lot of bonus points for making the Super Bowl which I'm not saying yeah. he shouldn't be but the you know we've talked about this a little bit like I, w- I wouldn't even say it's guaranteed that the Bengals make the playoffs this year
1: oh absolutely and again like we've talked about this plenty but like that the NFL playoffs are different than other sports like going and getting rings is there's there's definitely something to it like you give credit to a guy like Tom Brady who's proven that he can do it but I don't feel like you take credit away from an Aaron Rodgers who's come close these last couple of years but hasn't gotten over the hump. Like it's one football game. Things yeah. happen. And Joe Burrow going through and winning three point games on the way to a Super Bowl appearance, like congrats to him. He did that. But also we'll see if it's replicable. So I agree with you there, but I, I also think that, you know, the small sample size is a pro and a con. Like yeah. like the con obviously is that yeah, it could drop off. The the positive is Oh, maybe, maybe he's going even further up from here. And it, if I I can't fault anybody for wanting to make that gamble, somebody were to say, I want Joe Burrow on my team this year. I'd say, eh, give me Russell Wilson, get me to the playoffs for sure. And let's just get cooking from there with Burrow. It's like, yeah, you could wind up within if if I were to bet on one of these guys to win MVP, I'd take Burrow.
0: Okay. Um, And I guess just to put a bow on that, like, are we having this conversation? Is Joe Burrow number five if Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs don't massively, embarrassingly choke away the AFC championship game um, by just being dumb? Uh, like the, the play at the end of the first half, if they just stop being idiots for one second and kick a field goal there, uh, are we having this conversation? Is Joe Burrow five? I think probably not. I think he's probably down at eight. Uh and Russell Wilson, you know, he move everyone up a, a spot yeah. there. I um, think there's a
1: good chance. I mean you also remember like completed 70% of his passes last year with a big big old volume there. And you can't really ignore impressive. that. No, really that impressive. it is, especially in his second season. And again, like the Bengals last year, good football team. Like a lot of time, but it's also the Bengals like that's not a team that's been successful before it's it's not the same as baker putting up numbers with the browns but it's it's along that road for sure
0: yeah it'd be interesting to see like what their de- what their defense looks like i know they lose the tight end although they didn't did they they didn't have him for the playoffs anyway did they uh uzoma
1: mm-hmm. yeah Any- no i don't think so
0: anyways um stafford for me again this is all about, right, we, we learned that it was this was all about right now. There's no projection. It's who you want tomorrow to start mm-hmm. for you. No way I'm taking Matthew Stafford over Russ Wilson. And I know that Matthew Stafford just won the Super Bowl. Uh, but to me, that was a lot more um, about system than anything else. And that's not to necessarily take away from Matthew Stafford. But again, I'm just going, like, who is the better quarterback? Russ Wilson
1: yeah it's that it's a tough one for me it's a tough one for me and mostly because there's different styles like Russell Wilson adds all the things he adds all the creative out of the pocket type stuff um Stafford is maybe I mean the stats would say the best deep ball quarterback in the league and it's a league where big plays matter more than ever before and again just won a Super Bowl now also he had Cooper Cup putting up big numbers and that's yeah, and the dumb conversation you have, it seems like, twice a year, where it's like, oh, well, the quarterback had the receiver. It's like, oh, well, the receiver had the quarterback, and so you just yeah. throw everybody's numbers out. It's like, yeah, it's a team game. That's why it's hard to put rankings together, and honestly, probably kind of dumb to worry about rankings. Right, in the first like, book. what
0: happens if you give Russell Wilson Jamar Chase?
1: Yeah. <laughs> what happens if you give Joe Burrow DK Metcalf? Or Matt yeah. Stafford DK Metcalf? Like, it's a... Uh, it, Again, rankings are almost always dumb, but they are also kind of fun. Fun to talk Uh, about, yeah. Exactly. They're really fun. Um, So, I mean, yeah. If I I would take Russell Wilson. Yeah, I I would take Russell Wilson.
0: Okay. Uh, And then, seven, Herbert. I mean, we can – this is like – this might as well just – I should have a loop for what I say about Justin (laughs) Herbert. How are we putting – how are we ranking people this – high when they've never even been to the playoffs forget winning a playoff game that's a whole other uh, hurdle that you have to clear in your your career you know notably who's not on this list Lamar Jackson if you were to ask someone why is he not on this list they'd be like the the playoff success just isn't really there yeah well that's idiotic if you're putting Justin Herbert at seven
1: yeah but, I mean, he's – you. I think it's easy to lump him in with just, like, the Chargers, whatever, decade plus, two decades, really, of just failing. Um, you know, like, he's he's a young guy. He's only had, like, one or two stabs at it. And he was also second in the league in passing yards last year as a 23-year-old. And so, him as a 24-year-old making the top 10, I think he's pretty easily in the top 10. Um, again, like, him at number seven, again – the without looking at the names around him, I don't mind it. I, I, I We've talked about it enough to say, like, Russell Wilson's probably in front of him, but for this season, would you rather have Dak or Justin Herbert? I'd rather have Justin Herbert. Um, I'd also probably have Lamar Jackson ahead of both of them, though.
0: Well, Forget Dak, because Dak doesn't belong on this list either, in my opinion. Would you rather have <laughs> Justin Herbert or Lamar Jackson?
1: Exactly, Lamar Jackson.
0: Yeah. So what are we doing here? Like, and again, the only thing that people are holding against Lamar, I can Im- I, the only thing I can imagine that they would say is why he's not on this list is oh, it hasn't. You know, he hasn't had the playoff success, which he has won a playoff game, um, something that Justin Herbert has never even had the opportunity to do.
1: It's true. I mean, Lamar threw sixteen touchdowns last year, sub ninety quarterback rating. Like, it's a, I. There's pros and cons with him more than any other quarterback. This isn't in who's league, the best
0: probably. passer?
1: It's true. Yeah, absolutely. Like he does all those other things too. But it's I don't, again, modern NFL, where throwing is more important than ever. Again, I would take Lamar Jackson over those guys. But you see why you could weasel your well. I don't. I don't know how you keep him out of the top ten. Actually,
0: yeah. There's no way. Also, what the hell is Deshaun Watson doing here?
1: I don't know. I mean, he, I mean, what what were the numbers from two years ago when he actually played? Again, it probably doesn't matter because he's taking 18 months off. But
0: Should we throw Peyton Manning on the list, too, if we're just throwing guys who haven't <laughs> played in years?
1: Uh, if Peyton Manning had left just a little bit better taste in our <laughs> mouths, then maybe.
0: Well, like, what are we doing here? The guy is not playing, and he ain't playing this year either.
1: Yeah, I mean – yeah. I mean it, that's probably the biggest gamble of anybody on the list. Not because of like whether he will play or not, but just because of what happens to a guy after 18 months of not playing football. Be yeah, like, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have had him in my top 10. But who do you even put on? I guess Lamar Jackson you put on. If but if Dak Prescott doesn't belong, then who does? Kyler Murray. Really
0: over Dak. Oh, Definitely over Deshaun. No. I oh oh Deshaun doesn't it is not eligible for this list, in my opinion. It's like, not
1: a conversation, though. It, it's it's like about eligibility.
0: It's like, hey, who would you want to play for you on Sunday? Okay, well, well he ain't <laughs> playing. So he's not on the list because now if he's available, cool, let me take John Elway.
1: Would you – okay, <laughs> line up 50-year-old – no, 60-plus-year-old John Elway and see what happens. I, <laughs> it would be much worse than what happens with these other guys. Uh, I mean, it's better I, than
0: Deshaun Watson who isn't playing –
1: but but that's not the point. The point is if you <laughs> could play him. And again, it's not – you don't have to deal with, like, the PR things on the side. It's just, like, it's a football game. Is he a good quarterback? Would I put him in my top ten of guys I want to be my quarterback? No, of course not. But, like, in terms of just purely winning games and he's on the field to do it, I, I, I don't know. I, it's the 18 months off that I just don't even know how to factor that in. But Kyler Murray, like I don't think Kyler Murray's a top ten quarterback. But I'm struggling to come up with who else I put in front of him. You know?
0: Yeah. I. I mean, let's pull up uh, QBR from last year and see if there's anyone we're missing mm. here. Um, <laughs> funny enough, in the top ten includes Ryan Tannehill. Um. So yeah, make of that what you will. Carson Wentz. Uh, QBR darling, I guess.
1: Be bad.
0: Um, and then yeah, it falls off a little bit. Um, is there any case for Derek Carr to be over any of those la- over either of those last two?
1: I don't think so. Over Dak. Um, I mean, the case would just be like pure production. Just like if you just like pocket passing total yards, he he probably puts up more. Um, Dak had all the weapons before. I mean, Dak in terms of a oh a start to a career what he's been in the league five years, six years, something like that he he may have been in the best situation of anybody currently in the league. He's right right up there. I'm not yeah. gonna say the best, but I mean, you think of the offensive line he came in with with the running game he came in with and all the weapons they have. I mean Jason Witten being perfect right away, but then they still have like four receivers. that kind of changes this year. So I think the case would be, well, Derek Carr, if he had those sorts of weapons, that sort of line, that sort of running game, he already puts up more numbers slightly, maybe a little bit less efficiently. That, that could scour- so I think I think there's a case. Those two are basically on the same level for me though.
0: <clears throat> yeah, I'm trying to think. If I could pick between Dak or Derek Carr to start a game this weekend, who would I pick? Um the hard thing is that uh I think I would pick Derek Carr.
1: I think I would take Dak. But again like they're they're right there neck and neck.
0: Yeah, it's a tough one. The only thing that that would maybe sway it for me towards Dak would just be the the he has more ability with his legs.
1: Yeah. Exact. More yeah. And that a lot of it's situational and that you really can't factor in here because like, who would you want on Sunday? Well, if you're making a team, like, quarterback's probably the first piece you're putting in there, you know? So you get to mm-hmm. build around him in some way. But yeah, I, yeah, I lean Dak outside of them, though. I mean, who else is there? Uh, um, like Cousins? Kirk Cousins,
0: yeah. The don't answer think... is
1: no. Yeah,
0: he's, <laughs> I mean, again, I, it, he's not getting in over Carr. Um, uh, no, that for me at least, exactly. And th- uh, the yeah, other exactly. person that I think, if we're crowning young players before they've yeah. earned anything, I think uh, Mac Jones has a, <sighs> has a little bit of a case. I was hoping, but I don't go think he there. gets in. I think he has exactly. a little bit of a case, but I don't think he gets it.
1: You take Derek Carr over him, like like the 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 case for Justin Herbert is like, oh, he he plays a lot like Russell Wilson, and he's maybe been almost as good, and now maybe this year he takes a step. Where it's like there's a pretty clear gap between a Derek Carr and a Mac Jones, probably at this you point. Want,
0: so, okay. Do you want to quickly go through? And, and I guess we didn't give Kyler Murray his due. Do you Do you think he's in or out?
1: He's out for me. Okay. So you, but, but see, I mean, you docked the sh- – yeah, I'd take Dak over Kyler. Just, I mean, you're so comfortable having him back there. Kyler Murray, he, he does things for you, but he also makes some bad decisions. And mm-hmm. he's he's a step away still. Next year, after a good year, I think there's a good chance that he could get into this, like, for the next season, who do you want conversation?
0: Yeah. Okay. Um. The biggest problem for well, – Okay, maybe we'll go through our rankings. The biggest problem for me with Kyler is the lack of leadership. Um, yep. The body language. I'll never forget Russell Wilson being on the Manning cast and it's the playoff game, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there, he's like, Yeah, if I'm on that Cardinal sideline, I think they're down like 20 or something. He's like, If I'm on that Cardinal sideline, like I'm running up and down the sideline telling everyone we're not out of this. We've still got a chance. Like we can do this. Like we're in this together, blah, oh, blah. Yeah. And then it just pans to Kyler Murray and he's just moping sitting alone on the bench and i was just like oh that is so bad that is such an indictment
1: yeah exactly it just i mean he's young like it's not like those things can't change how old was he last year i think i have it in front of me uh yeah i mean 24 last year going just age 25 season like absolutely there that stuff can change but yeah it's it's not tom brady that's for sure
0: yeah um okay um Do you want to do... Actually, let's do it on the other side. On the other side, we will give our top 10, um, each of us. And I'm feeling pretty good about mine. I think it's better than this one, uh, to be honest. Uh, But before we do that, a shout out to our friends over at Breckenridge Brewery. Um, They're always doing something new at Breckenridge Brewery. Like, yesterday, I'm just at my pool at my apartment complex. And I just see someone sipping a Palisade Peach Light. Brett. What? No, it's like wow that looks amazing like i i went i went through my like intense craft beer stage uh when i was in, in college and a little after that and i've come out of it i'm just like the lighter the better like that's what i want something that i can just drink a bunch of and i saw this yeah. guy drinking a palisade peach light and i'm like i need to try that that looks like something you can drink 10 of
1: yeah we were at like a thing in montana my sister's like oh i just want to try all the ipas and stuff and i was like yeah okay what, you'll, what, you'll get her out of this. i'm trying to have a good time like <laughs> i'm not trying to like oh this will make me feel full and my mouth will yeah, no I, yeah. I'm, I'm with you with the light stuff
0: uh so i'm excited to try that uh, but there's so many great beers from from breckenridge brew also like does this open the door for a strawberry sky light
1: I think it, does. but that's it. Like, how much lighter could it get? It I already know. feels pretty light.
0: I mean, it is light and it's delicious and it's perfect for a hot day in the summer. But again, for me, like lighter, lighter equals better. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm gonna try that. Gotta have some strawberry skies. It was so hot this weekend. It was perfect for some Breck brews, uh, good company, hard seltzers, all that good stuff. So check out our friends over at Breck Brew and keep an eye out. We're gonna be doing some cool stuff with them this summer.
1: Also, the American. Raptors. Uh, If you're looking for more cool stuff to do this summer and potentially drink beer while doing it, you should head out to infinity park. Uh, it's where you can watch the Raptors play. Um, if you don't know what the American Raptors are, it's a rugby club that's composed of crossover athletes. Uh, they just finished their first season. They were five and five, which is really good considering it's all players who played mostly all players who played other sports growing up. Um, whether it's football or soccer, or maybe some wrestlers in there, Um, And they played in college. Maybe they got, like, an NFL camp invite. But when their career ended in whatever sport they were playing, they decided to jump back into rugby, and things are going well. Um, It's Rugby Town, USA. That's what they call Glendale. There's a bunch of USA rugby things that happen there. Um, It's where the U.S. national team plays a bunch and trains and all that sort of thing. Um, And so the idea is to feed those guys into those national team programs and it's a a cool spot. And uh, if if you're, uh, oh, I should say the games are free. So head over to AmericanRaptors.com, get your free ticket. And uh, if you can't make it, remember that they stream all of their games on AmericanRaptors.com. So check that out, and also follow along with with uh, our guy Colton Strickler's coverage over at DNVR Rugby.
0: All right. Uh, also, just a reminder: check out everything we got going on over at the DNVR.com. Also. Bar renovations coming along. So prepare yourselves for the reopening DNVR bar 2.0 should be really exciting. Um, But yeah, also go over to the DNVR.com, become a member. You can read all of our stories over there. Okay. Let's do it, Hank. Let's, let's make our rankings. Allie, could you actually bring back the other rankings when you get a chance? Um, Just so we can kind of use those as a point of reference as we build ours. Hank, who are you going with number one overall? Remember, this is for a game. This Sunday,
1: it's really tough. Um, I wound up with Mahomes Ooh. Uh, yeah, it, it I had Rogers there for most of the way. Having him number one makes a lot of sense. and it's just what more could you ask for? and the answer is like for him to have won one of those two games at the end of his season last year, but he also won. What, at least two, so like 14 of 17 heading into those, so like 28 and six in the other game. So I'm not too worried about it. I mean, that guy's just a freak. He's been doing it forever. He can do everything. He's smart, and he can move, and he, like, I, I don't know. It's tough to put him number two, but Mahomes, it's Mahomes, and he's basically built in that exact same mold with maybe even a slightly bigger arm, and so I went with it, and I don't feel great about it. Okay,
0: I um, we're we're off to a very different start, I think. Um, I'm maybe this isn't fair, but I gotta see what Mahomes looks like without Tyreek Hill. That, yeah, uh, I should I shouldn't say worries me because it excites me. Um, but you you know what the <laughs> point when it comes to uh, who's starting for me on Sunday, I gotta see what he looks like without Tyreek Hill, um, and mm-hmm. obviously T- Travis Kelsey moving closer and closer to the end of his rope. His stats were awesome last year. He wasn't as good if you watch the games. Um, Number one for me, still, is Tom. Um, I feel like we almost forget that Tom maybe should have won MVP last year. Mm -hmm. um, And went bananas with his stats. Like, he was incredible last year. And just because he didn't win a Super Bowl like he's kind of expected to do every single season, I feel like we're forgetting that he threw for 5,300 yards, 43 touchdowns, and 12 interceptions. Like, what are we talking about here? And with all those stats, I'm trying to find what his completion percentage was. Um, His completion percentage was 68%. Yep. So, like, he had a historically incredible season last year, and we just got to forget about it because he didn't win the Super Bowl, and that's the bar for him now.
1: Totally. And that, I can't blame you for putting him number one. Like, I consider that one, too. It's He's he's my number three. I'll say that also. He, uh, It's an offense that throws the ball more than any other offense in the league. And there's like a pretty decent sized gap between them and second place. I think it's easy to look at that and say, well, of course he puts up crazy numbers. He gets to throw the ball way more than anybody else. It's like, but the reason they don't is because you know it's coming every single play, and he still is able to dice you up. Um, I I knocked him down just a little bit because he's so old. And I mean, we saw it with Peyton. Like at, at some point, yep. you're just not the same. And then you talk about Tyreek Hill with Mahomes. But- I mean, Mike, Devon, noted, Chris Godwin, all those guys, like that's the best receiving core in the NFL by, by a wide margin.
0: It should be noted. We are now, ne- he's now what? Six years older than Peyton was when he yeah. had that season and it still hasn't come. Yeah. Um, so I'm, t- I'm done with saying like, ah, it's coming eventually.
1: That's fair. It's fair, but it just gives you a little bit more safety when you take, uh, Mahomes.
0: um, Real quick, do you have any interest in adding uh, Zach Wilson to your top ten after this weekend's news?
1: Uh, I... <laughs> wow. I forgot that, like, so you, you, like, see it come up all day, you know? It's like, oh, first this, and then that, and then that. And it's like, oh, boy, here we are. Now we're praising the man for doing it. And, and I forgot that it's my job to, like, come up with thoughts about this. So I haven't done that. And uh, hmm. I, okay. I don't know. Like, I just... It's just like one of those wow stories, right? Just like, what is going on?
0: Yeah, it's a couple what? things. <laughs> one, um, people don't realize how, like, not all, but a lot of athletes are living very messy lifestyles. Um, so how I'll say that. Not?
1: Like, I remember like some of the, like you'll hear like a Nuggets guys, so they'll bring up like one of the NBA players. And it's like, I just can't believe that he did that in Vegas. And it's like, Oh my god! these he, imagine imagine if I made fifteen million dollars a year because I'm the same age as a lot of those guys. Like <laughs> would I do something dumb in Vegas? Yeah, like monthly, like uh, once a month, I would go to Vegas and be like, "Yeah, uh, hundred grand tab, and guess what? We just did I, I mean it's it's what happens when you give people that much money
0: yep, yeah, exactly- I mean, yeah,
1: they don't live in the real world,
0: so there's That's- that. Yes. They're they're living messy lifestyles in a totally different world than we are. And then the other thing is that I feel like Utah is playing by a whole different set of rules than the rest of us.
1: And that's really like the <laughs> the final twist in all of it, right? <laughs> it's, it's like, like so all this happens, you're like, wow, crazy. And then you're like, huh, how does that affect just like how this all came to be and the reactions from the communities that these people are a part of and all that stuff? It's, it's a... It's messy. There's a uh, somebody's asking in the comments, what did Zach Wilson do? I would Google it uh, (laughs) (laughs) because we. I feel like I can give you
0: the 10 second breakdown. This is all alleged. Um, Okay. Allegedly, it starts with Zach Wilson's girlfriend, ex girlfriend, now with his best friend. Then someone comments and calls her a name, and she responds by saying, well, he was sleeping with his mom's best friend. Boom.
1: Wild stuff wild stuff but that's uh that's what we live for you know and then you try to like make it about football too where it's like and i hate when people do this but it's hard not to where it's like hmm does this show poor leadership skills what about bad decision making like is he gonna like like, i hope he handles this well it's so dumb i mean there is some of that where it's like the baker mayfield stories about like showing up to the packers game not knowing the game plan and having it on record that he played 10 hours of uh Fortnite or whatever every day that week and it's like okay that's bad yeah just came back around on twitter again that was last season (laughs) um but yeah i think uh zach wilson it'll be interesting because that would get in your head right because you forget like he's also just a guy like all of his friends now know like this is what's up so you go back home and it's like oh bro so that happened that's awkward like that would be kind of tough to focus
0: i just think everyone that like knows someone that's at this level it's just like yeah, oh, yeah this kind of stuff happens
1: yeah but also like when the kid from your hometown is like oh wait him and her and now you've got to go to camp and you know that there's a hundred reporters there they all just want to know about this like it's easy to see this becoming a distraction for somebody who I, what he's like two years younger than me last, i can't even imagine
0: last thing we're saying about this who deserves to be the most upset of anyone in this situation
1: I think the mom. Zach I think,
0: Wilson's mom.
1: Uh, yeah, I think Zach Wilson's mom.
0: Yeah, that's who I'm with as well. Uh,
1: yeah, I think it's, I mean, she was betrayed. She didn't retaliate Th- that we know of. I mean, right. we can pray that there's more coming out today about some sort of retaliation from the mom. But yeah, it's, uh, I think it's her by a mile.
0: Yeah. Also, Dax Milne, is that his name? Yeah. Big L, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, uh, from from his point of view, like, who knows what the story is, right? Yeah, it's, it's like in the, op- in the office where it's like the, you know, Pam is with whoever and Jim's with whoever and they do whatever. And you could tell all those sorts of stories from, like, so many different perspectives. Maybe Dax all through college is like, oh, you know, this girl, she's so awesome. She's making the worst decision of her oh, life. with and, and I, I should be with it, but... And so, you know, like, you could tell the story from that perspective and make him sound like a good... But pr- also, probably, probably he's in the wrong.
0: Uh, I'll say this. If they get married, i change my take. <sighs> like, if it ends up being, like, a successful relationship, they're deeply in love, all that stuff, then maybe it was, was the right move. Um, if not, then L.
1: Yeah, that's tough. And I just, you know, I just think back to being the college football guy, watching these BYU games. remember tweeting out like, oh, Zach Wilson is going to be a number. He's quarterback two in this draft. And everybody being like, no, he's not. You're an idiot. That guy's not even close, so, like, whatever. And then this happens, and I watch all those games with Dax Milne. It's like, oh, Dax Milne is so underappreciated. Meanwhile, all of this is going on under the surface. Or, like, maybe not, like, the, the big stuff, but they're, like, roommates, and all this is cooking. That's uh, why we love football. Yeah, that's
0: <laughs> right. Um, okay, <laughs> well, I've only done number one. So, number two for me uh is Josh Allen. Yeah. I'm going Josh Allen number two. I... I think he's – how do I put this? If you put him in Patrick Mahomes' shoes uh, and you put him in the Chiefs' offense with those guys, I think we would be talking about, like, even more ridiculous stats, more success, all that stuff. Like, I think he is a little bit better than Patrick Mahomes. Um, And, again, should have beat Patrick Mahomes in the AFC Championship game last season if it weren't for just some ridiculous – garbage from the Bills defense
1: yeah again that's just one game though and just like when his stats are worse yeah, across true. the board year after year after year situation you put, like,
0: situation
1: yeah but I mean Stephon Diggs and Cole Beasley like it's not like that's a terrible situation we're talking right. about
0: Cole Beasley right now
1: I mean, what he was like fourth in the league in catches. and we do that thing I was talking about before. <laughs> where it's like, well, it was the quarterback who did. No, it was the receiver who did. No, I mean, like it's whatever. We'll give see. Give him I guess.
0: Cooper Cup and Robert Woods and see what happens.
1: Yeah, give Stephon Diggs to Matt Stafford and see what happens. Like, like that's. I mean, you can do that stuff all day. And I mean, it's mostly don't know.
0: give him Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey, Sammy Watkins, that whole crew. And I think we're talking about that, but that again that that I'm allowed you know this is a yeah. projection. I'm allowed to say that I think uh he would be better with with the same weapons. he definitely has the best arm mm-hmm. in the league,
1: yeah, biggest arm, yeah, yeah, but yeah, I mean, like Mahomes has a fifty touchdown season, like Mahomes has completed more than sixty six percent of his passes for a career, like you just go through, and to me, it's just like there's the the numbers gap is big enough that it doesn't come down to that other stuff.
0: Okay. Uh, number three for me is, is uh, Pat Mahomes. Um, again, curious to see what happens to him with a much weaker receiving core. Um, yeah. It's Obviously he's not going to all of a sudden be bad, but I'll be curious to see if he's like in the MVP conversation all year.
1: Yeah. 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 I mean, it's a big year for him. You know, I yeah. talked about Dak Prescott having like the perfect situation coming in and now he kind of has a little bit more of a testy year this year. Patrick Mahomes is like the the biggest version of that. So, I don't know. I did make a bet yesterday like the the Chiefs to have a winning record, the Titans to have a winning record, which was the big one, the Packers and the Broncos to have a winning record. Um and all of that levels out to like plus 300 or something. I was like, oh, that's a pretty solid. Level. It all comes down to the Titans. Like, they'll be good. Like, it's a lock that they're going to be good. But yeah, it will be interesting for sure.
0: We uh, we did this on bets the other day. I put together a big one. It's Broncos, Chiefs, Bengals, Ravens, Raiders, Packers, Buccaneers, Colts, Patriots.
1: That is a big one.
0: <laughs> that's all uh, for plus 1,800.
1: Yeah, that's solid. I put I put another one in. So that one I told you, I had in my bet slip for like a week while I was in Montana cuz DraftKings isn't up there. So I was just waiting and waiting and waiting. As soon as we landed, I was like, "Okay, I can finally put this through." But um the other one, I had a hopefully we don't have a DraftKings read later and we're just blowing all this. But uh I uh decided I needed to get in on Colorado over 3 wins cuz now I'm like I'm not I'm not yeah, a Colorado reporter. I'm a Colorado fan. And the best part of a number like that is, like, they can be 0-9 and 9 and you're still alive. Or, I guess you can push. But I combine that with uh, the Broncos over nine regular season wins. Nine's a push. Ten, you know, it's awesome. Nuggets, Western Conference Finals winner. So, again, so like, if you can make it. to the it... championship. Yep. So, that's, like, a nice one to have. So, you don't feel pressured <laughs> to, like, take it. And then, Avs to win the cup. Which again, that like finishes after the Nuggets. That one can't, you know. So I like how it's all staggered. So I'm not going to have to re-up any of those. And it works out to obviously be like plus 13,000.
0: In this world, who do you see the Nuggets playing in the NBA Finals?
1: I mean, it's I mean it's the same dude. Like, is it the Celtics or the Bucks? you know? It's like, I'll go with the Giannis it's here. The Bucks. I'll go with the Giannis here, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, the, uh, so I, I like your your move just taking that because that would be a battle.
1: Exactly. Like, give me just a little bit of an out there. Um, but back to this. Well,
0: uh, well, no, no. Fun fact, Henry. That was all a DraftKings read. Wow. Uh, shout out to our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook. They're doing amazing things over there. And like we mentioned, you can parlay NFL teams to have a winning record. This is a fun one for me. Again, if you want to follow mine, it's nine teams, which – I feel like that's not crazy. Um, it's Broncos, Chiefs, Bengals, Ravens, Raiders, Packers, Bucks, Colts, Patriots. Who breaks that? In your opinion.
1: Colts scary a little bit, but with Jonathan Taylor healthy. They should be healthy. I mean, Patriots, Exactly. Like Matt Ryan, like I mean, Matt Ryan, not, not a top 10 quarterback. We didn't even bring him up.
0: No, but I mean with that running game and then Matt Ryan, just having to do easy stuff
1: should be solid. Yeah. Um then the the Patriots, I'm with you. I think it'll happen but uh, it's 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 a bet for sure. Like you're asking for improvement.
0: Yeah. Yeah, those are the two that that had the uh actually no, the two lowest odds were Patriots. So Patriots were only minus 115 to have a winning record. Basically they're saying coin flip. Um yeah. and then the Raiders, minus 120. I think yeah. everyone, I think everyone in the division probably ends up with a winning record, but uh, if there's one that doesn't, it'll be the Chargers.
1: It's tough if the Raiders like if they just go one and five in the division. Like then you're you're asking a lot for the others, and you could totally see them just getting swept by the Chiefs and the Broncos, and splitting with the Chargers.
0: You could. I don't think. I don't think anyone's going one and five. I don't think anyone's going five and one. I think this whole thing is going to be a massive grind. For yeah, and it ends. up It's gonna end up really even with like three teams at ten wins or something, and one at nine. Like it's, I think it's gonna be insane the whole year, every every week. Your scoreboard watching.
1: That sounds. So, I'm so excited for 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 football season. Sorry, I was reading this guy's baseball jersey across the street. I can't tell what it says. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be incredible. I will. There's nothing better than that.
0: When people say Henry's like a golden retriever, that's what they mean. Um, yeah. okay um I, well, let's just go top five i guess we're gonna take all day going through this wait um,
1: we, that was a read
0: oh yeah DraftKings sportsbook where you can get a <laughs> sign up bonus up to one thousand dollars when you use the code dnvr at sign up of course you must be 21 or older colorado only bonus applies the first deposit bonus first bet match each for five hundred dollars deposit bonus cross 25x playthrough restrictions do apply to draftkingscom sportsbook for details if you have a gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 that was a great read
1: the I mean, it was solid um Athletic greens. Uh, I've been happy again, my first day back in Colorado. I got back last night. Oh my goodness, I forgot to tell you this was probably the worst flight of my life. So I' there was like a storm at the airport, so they shut down the airport and it's like this. when we're supposed to be landing. And so then like obviously flying through the storm, I've never been on a plane so shaky. Like they were saying like, yeah everybody, turn your air on, like just in case your stomach gets a little bit queasy. And there was one point where I was like, this plane's going down. And honestly, at this point, like, I'm, I, I'll am i take my chances. Like, instead of, like, trying to not bomb it and then are we going to wind up flying in Nebraska because there's an airport there or whatever. That was uh, stressful. But so then we finally get to go land and they abort the landing and pull back up. And it's like, oh, my God. Oh, what you said? So like, God. Obviously, there's nobody saying, like, ah, oh. so now we're about to pull up. Everybody's just like, what is happening here? And there's another, like, 15 minutes of circling. It's like, what the hell is any of this? And everybody's, like, about to vomit. They've landed, and, like, everybody's clapping. I was like, I've never uh... been – I've always thought, like, if you're clapping for the pilot, like, what are you doing? Like, that's there's clapping situations, and those are concerts. Those are sports. And that's it. And not not on a plane. Did but you when it happened – no, I didn't. But as soon as we landed, I was like, I, I had the urge. I had the urge. I was like, should I clap? And then like a couple seconds later, people started clapping. I was like, huh. I wasn't the only one thinking But yeah, point is back in Montana now, drinking my athletic greens. Give me in back. Getting in color, me ready to go to the gym. Yeah. Whoops. I'm still so shook up from that flight. Um but yeah, athletic greens because Wasn't the most effective trip to the gym today, but the Athletic Greens certainly did make it a little bit more effective. A week in Montana is a lot of like eating and drinking and not going to the gym. But uh fry bread. There was plenty of fry bread up there. Um but athletic greens has 75 high quality vitamins, those minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, adaptogens, everything that you could want and a little powder that you scoop into your drink and shake up. Um, it's vegan. It's all those sorts of things. It's awesome, and to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com/slash broncos. That's athleticgreens.com/slash broncos to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance.
0: So, real quick, I want to uh, just briefly tap into um, you saying that the only two times you should clap are at a concert and a sporting event. Um, We're opening that up to like all performances, right?
1: Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like a play. I mean, yeah, movies, that's not really a a live performance. Sure, we'll we'll take that.
0: Does a a a hibachi grill count as a live performance? Are you clapping at (laughs) at (laughs) Hana?
1: That's a good question. 'Cause honestly that sounds like one of the questions my girlfriend would ask me where it's like, Okay, it's I'm trying to watch a movie, it's like, Do you clap at Benny Hanna? And it's like, Oh my god, what are we doing? So, but yeah, it's uh that's uh that's one where I would say like, no, I'm not clapping for a guy oh. who's cooking. But then you get there and you have a couple sakes in you and all of a sudden it's like, Oh, you just flipped the onions and it made fire and everybody else is clapping, like you got I'm not gonna be like sitting there with my arms crossed. Like there's no fun there. So in in theory, no. I wouldn't clap for Hibachi, but I don't think I could resist.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm going that's clappable performance all day. Um, so I think it's any time hmm, I don't know. Landing the plane feels like it might I don't know, is that a performance?
1: Kinda. I, that I mean he performed.
0: The big thing is you need the person who does who has earned this ovation needs to be able to hear it. So that's where like you draw the line at mm-hmm. movies. Movies, like, yeah. clapping yeah. at a movie, really cringy. Really, cringy.
1: The, they're not there. Right. Like, who are you clapping <laughs> for? You like, clapping the guy for? The <laughs> guy who press the button.
0: Yeah, the person in the in the room, that the rolled guy the who tape?
1: chose the sound level. And he's like, oh, that wasn't too loud, but not too quiet. Like, yeah, I killed it.
0: Yeah, and then people are saying, like, the, the pilot just performed his job, but, like, isn't Bradley Chubb's job to sack the quarterback? Like, we cheer and clap for him every time he does that.
1: Yeah, exactly. I'm, I, there's, like, an...
0: He said, do you clap for the bus because driver? he's, like,
1: batting 500, you know? Yeah. And not even. Like, it's, like, oh, once in every 40 attempts he gets the sack, and that's a good number. And so it was, like, a cha- where it's, like, landing a plane should be virtually 100%. Like, playing the movie should be like you, it happens every time you know there's no like right, chance right. it goes wrong like a concert it's like yeah you could screw that up for sure all right
0: <sighs> do you clap at the bus driver i feel like if the bus driver had to drive through like a river or something i would
1: that sounds like something like you see those videos come out of subways in new york where it's like oh look this guy dressed up as spider-man just started like kissing all the people on the bus or something. It was like, what is... Oh, that's New York for you. You know, that kind of thing. Oh, it's yeah. like somebody just starts clapping at every stop for the... T- like, you just... know, <laughs> and then everybody's just like, what is this guy? Just for like a second goes back to Twitter or whatever. Yeah, no, I do not clap for bus drivers. No offense to bus drivers. Shout out Bill should... and dad.
0: We should do that as a bit next time we go on a DNVR Broncos trip. Like when we're in the bus from the airport to the rental car place, just... <sighs> Big ovation for the bus driver. I'm down. All right. Look, I'm not
2: Uh, on a trip with you guys.
1: That That is fine. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: Both of you
1: suck. Oh, never mind. We shouldn't clap for Allie.
2: No, no. Also, the pilot, like, yes, landing his landing is his job like landing the plane is his job but Mm -hmm. he just went through so like that must have been really hard to land a plane like that when you're dealing with all that so i think i wouldn't start the clap but i definitely would give a few claps in there okay Uh, that Mm. was a challenge that was he that's not normally what he does he (sighs) easily lands it and that was like a whoa an untrained pilot or something like that could have killed a bunch of people
1: yeah I also should say I had a middle seat between two, like older, pretty intense men, and they were not going to clap for anything. Um, like they, we didn't talk obviously, not that I wanted to. But if I were to sit there and just be like, "Oh yeah, clapping," they would have both looked at me like I'm an, I'm an idiot. Like it was also kind of like a situational. Those were not clappers.
2: No, for sure. Yeah, I understand. But
1: right,
2: a few That's claps in there.
1: Let's, let's tie a bow on
0: this with this, Henry. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of times people come to the bar and watch us do cast live, especially on Sundays. Uh-huh. When the show ends, we get a round of applause. Is that earned?
1: Today it would be. Oh. That's the other thing. Is It's not just like, oh, I'm at a concert, I should clap. Oh, I'm at a sporting event. I should like, They need to be earned. You you to know, earn don't clap for the anthem just because somebody's saying it. Like, if it's good, clap. I think we need to start being a little bit more selective and say, like, okay, maybe maybe the anthem's always fine in hindsight. But in other situations, maybe be like, yeah, you know, this play wasn't incredible. You know,
0: like, let's. When they do the must in at halftime, like, don't clap for the kids that can't stay on for a second.
1: Yes, exactly. <laughs> maybe boo them, honestly. Yeah. Maybe I we mean... need to be quicker to boo, too.
0: No, I, I think there's you boo the out. pilot you guys should have booed the pilot when you didn't land the first try.
1: Boo. <laughs> boo, you suck trade <laughs> him, get it together uh... all right we
0: have, <laughs> I guess we're not finishing these top ten quarterback rankings because we still have to get to our questions um oh or unless goodness, you want to go goodness, rapid fire,
1: yeah, Mahomes rogers, Brady, allen, Wilson, Stafford, Burrow, Lamar Jackson. Justin Herbert forgot his first name. Dak Prescott.
0: I need I need to be able to look at this. Um, oh my
1: goodness! You did write out your notes. Damn it!
0: I, I thought I was gonna be able. to Oh, there we go. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, Brady, Allen, Mahomes, Rogers, Wilson, Burrow, Stafford. How many is that?
1: okay only one of us deserves to be clap for for this performance
0: I think I have uh three more um (laughs) then I'm going uh Jackson Murray Herbert
1: Kyler Murray in front of Justin Herbert
0: yeah for sure that
1: is a take yeah I guess technically out of the NFC so who knows if we count it
0: (laughs) huh out of the NFC West
1: Probably yeah. previously
0: the toughest division in football.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was, it was, not anymore though.
0: Nope, that would be the AFC West for probably. Gotta got make them play at least one beyond. game. Nope.
1: Okay. I'm crowning them paper champions. We love I'm, those.
0: I'm crowning them as the best division in sports history.
1: Without yeah. seeing a game.
0: Yep. Yep.
1: Okay, that's bold.
0: But don't. But um. Uh, yeah. So there you go. Uh, all okay, right, let's get to these questions. To, we're holding
1: you to that, though. When they're all, like, four and five, what's coming up again?
2: Can right. you go through these super chats?
0: Uh, no, Oops. let's hit those. But but if they're four and five, it's only because of how difficult the competition is within the division.
1: So they all lost all five division games? <laughs> <laughs> no, they
0: wore <laughs> each other down. They cannibalized each other in the head-to-head oh, matchups. Oh, okay. All right. Soren Lundgreen says Deshaun is not playing, therefore, not eligible to be put on a current QB list. Number 10 is Lamar Jackson. Fair, fair take. Okay. Brian Parra says Dallin is living his best life in Utah. That would be a inside joke, Madden League. Thanks for the two bucks, though, so, Brian. Um, okay. First one here is from OfficialThink, who says, hey, y'all, I'm really excited for the running back duo. I like the uh, idea of an onslaught, assuming both backs are doing what they do best. What's well, considered an OG? Been around since BSN. I just don't talk much. Love y'all and everything you do day in, day out. You truly are a part of my daily life, uh, to and from work when I walk my dogs and even in the office. Okay, bye. I would say, yeah, if you were around for BSN, you're, you're probably considered an OG um if like there's levels to it though like if you remember yeah. me and BK doing the podcast then you're like if you remember the iterations even before that then you're like a super og
1: super og nice um yeah i think it's nice to have bsn as just like a line it's like yeah that that counts as og it
0: feels right it feels yeah like the right spot um it's crazy to think about like this offensive, if everything were to click in this offense, and that's unlikely, but it's like yeah. Melvin Gordon is at his best. Javante Williams takes a step forward. Cortland Sutton is back to pro bowl form. Jerry Judy gets to who, you know, who we thought he was going to be. Tim Patrick takes maybe a small step forward, but continues to be Mr. Reliable. Like that's a top five offense at the very least, maybe number one. Totally.
1: <laughs> totally. Yeah. Like if everything goes right, there's no reason they can't be. That's why it's so fun, one
0: hundred percent. From Big Hank Stan, hotel auctions are fake. I'm so glad that they brought this up um, because, well, um, yeah. let's just let's just read the comment and then I'll, I'll talk about this. Uh, they say Hank, Big Hank, Henry, the last best journalist, the Hankster, true son of Montana, the once and future king of us all. Also. Hotel lobby auctions are a fallacy. Even if they are real, it's gross. Love Hank Stan. Okay, Enjoy so I've received um, the I've received multiple uh, transmissions. Transmission. What's the word I'm looking for?
1: Depends on what you're talking about.
0: Messages. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, on this subject, the most notable being from our homie Joey, who is a traveling musician in a oh, band. Wow that goes all around the country who says he has seen several of these things in cities all over the country?
2: Hell okay. yes.
1: <laughs> the Ali, Ali, uh,
0: you know, <laughs> um, as hyped as one can be. How do you feel about that? Hank?
1: Uh, you know, I think I'm going to stick with the uh, big Hank Stan over there. He seems to know what he's talking about in a bunch of different levels. So, uh, if he says no hotel auctions, I mean, then those are not a real thing.
0: All right, fair. Um, the next one is also from Big Hank Stan. Hotel auctions are fake. Uh, what's a better unit right now in total, the secondary or the defensive line? And uh, are the units on enough footing to enact a Wade Phillips-style Russian cover scheme?
1: Huh. So, I mean, defensive line, if you throw it in, throw in like the outside linebackers, that's when it becomes a conversation. Like if it's defensive line alone, then it's the secondary. Like you have Justin Simmons, you have Pat Sertan, and then you have options outside of those guys. Like that's that's better than the Joneses and you know, Deshaun Williams and those guys. But if you bring in Randy Gregory and Bradley Chubb, it's still the secondary. Yeah, it's still the secondary. Yeah. But you do you, there's, there's a real path for that to be different after the season. Like if you wind up with Bradley Chubb and Randy Gregory going off and you know the other guys are maximizing the reps, then all of a sudden you could be saying they're they're better just because of the depth, which is something a secondary may or may not have.
0: Agree on that. I will say uh, as to the second question about Wade Phillips' Russian cover, I don't think you have nearly enough man coverage that you trust to be able to do that. Um, like going a keep to leave Chris Harris Jr. Bradley Roby was like, <laughs> so easy because you were just like we trust each and every one of these guys to cover any player in the league man to man yeah
1: um,
0: and that, yeah. you don't have that here you trust Pat Sertan, and that's it
1: yep and and darby has the speed to kind of cover for mistakes so you could you could throw it out there a little bit depending on the th- matchup like if the raiders have hunter renfro out there then you could see them saying like okay if we put Kwan williams on hunter renfro we don't necessarily love it, but it, it might be worth the gamble. And, but then Hunter Renfro just at.
0: cooks man coverage.
1: Yes, but not downfield.
0: No, yeah, you're not taking a big risk. But if it's like third and five, he's going to get open and convert
1: it. Probably. But that's where you say, like, if we need to do something, we could just say, like, jam him up, see if you can stick with him. I like the idea, idea of 20%. Listening chance of success, but whatever. Yeah.
0: I like the idea of blitzing from that side and giving yourself a chance to get a hand up on that pass because it's like, Mm -hmm. you know that he's going to end up looking to Renfro. I mean, uh, he could also look to Waller, but he's probably going to end up looking to Renfro. So you bring the blitz from that side, try to cut down his, his line of sight.
1: Yeah. Or even double team, like leave a linebacker in the middle playing like a little zone there and let the corner take anything outside and chase him in inside and then he could help out. The linebacker could help out on the other side too and you rush five. Hopefully if you're rushing five. I don't know. It's it's not immediate pressure, but it's Wow, it's, it's this solid.
0: is solid great point in the comments from Andrew S. I think I have the counterpoint, but he says, So you said only clap if they can hear you, but what about if you're at a sports bar watching a game and your team wins? Are you supposed to stay silent? Really good point. Obviously, no. Um it's a good kind of like counter argument. My thing is you're not clapping to like encourage the team. You're just going crazy because you're happy.
1: Yeah which is the way a clap should be. Like, I don't, I think that a clap should be based just in pure emotion. Like it should so then just then be like an energy that, that you can't get out.
0: But it does not that open up. Like that movie was incredible. The ending was perfect. And I just can't help but cheer.
1: Uh I guess it kind of does. <laughs> but I mean, that's, that's me. Whenever I go get the hibachi or it's just like, I don't believe in clapping for chefs. No offense to any chefs out there, but I just can't keep this in. <laughs> Look at what he's doing with that onion. You know Can and you so believe I that think... he
0: threw the shrimp into that person's mouth
1: exactly, exactly, And maybe you're even more excited that the guy caught it, so I, there's it's it's tough to say. I, I might need to take a, a some time, maybe sleep on this one.
0: Yeah, and that's what I was going to say is like the main thing is like you clap just as like a reaction when you're yelling too. Um, And so like, you're not necessarily clapping to be like, good job, Avs. You won the Stanley cup. Like, we're so proud of you. You're just like yelling. And you're also just trying to make as much noise as possible.
1: Yeah. You just can't control yourself. And that's where that's there should never be clapping at a play because I don't think anybody's yelling after a play. Oh, right.
0: I I think there's, I think so.
1: Oh, really? Maybe, maybe I've just been going to bad plays, but yeah. Like,
0: When you see these guys with their room
1: ballet claps, it's like, what are you doing?
0: We went to School of Rock, uh, the play, slash musical, (laughs) I guess. I guess it would be the musical. And Allie would have given each and every performer a standing ovation if she could.
2: I Um, had had a lot of (laughs) chardonnay. It was (laughs) my (laughs) birthday. And those kids did an amazing job. They're little kids. And they know all of that stuff. They know all the lines. Like it, it was, was
0: really impressive.
1: <laughs> oh, it was it was kids. Oh, I yeah. guess that makes sense because cool they have to rock. play the students.
2: Yeah, yeah, all the kids were singing, dancing, like playing instruments. But and wow. they were like, some of them were probably like six, seven, ten. I wow. was like so proud of them. I was like, oh, I, think, I and, think Allie emotional from the Chardonnay. So I was just very proud of the kids.
0: I think Personally. Allie legitimately cried tears of joy. I do that. not. Start I, being dramatic. I think that happened. Wow! I was
2: just very impressed by the little kids doing such a great job.
1: The the School of Rock musical crowd is a little bit different than like like I feel like that's easier to be like loudly excited about, it's right? Also like a
2: performance, just, like you were saying, it's like it's yeah, perform- yeah it like,
0: like a concert meets a, a, cool. a play meets a musical. It's cool, but like
1: if if you're giving off like a gentle clap at a ballet, I feel like that just doesn't add up.
0: Mm. I think it's just, like, respect for yeah. the level of preparation that
1: went into it. What do you think of snapping? No. I hate it so much. I get that it's, like, a part of whatever culture, like, mime culture? No, there have to be t- something something, something weird like that. Okay. But it's it's just, like, what are you doing? No offense to any snappers out there. <laughs> I just grew up differently.
0: All right. Orange Bronco UK says, <laughs> hi, guys, I'm here. It's your... That signal for pod questions and i have a few one who oh, will have God. the highest number of fumbles Moody forcing them on the opposition or melvin giving them up well i'm predicting a fumble this season for melvin gordon um i'll touch wood and <laughs> so i guess i'll take ojimudia peanut punches
1: wow I and mean, there's just so many factors here I- well, can we still get like special DraftKings bets? Yeah. Can we get like OJ Moutia forced fumbles or Melvin Gordon fumbles? Which Melvin one Gordon
0: want? lost fumbles would be like minus two fifty.
1: Yeah. There's some. There's some options there. I. Yeah. I, I mean, you've got to take the Melvin Gordon fumbles. It's just I mean, he's fumbled before. He's probably gonna fumble. All running backs fumble. He seems to definitely be a running back. Um. And uh, OJ Moutia. I'm excited about him. Will he be on the field?
0: Look at this comment from Michael Kurt. Do you think he he just said he has to leave. Do you think he's clapping right now?
1: If he's if he's screaming woo in all caps, he is absolutely clapping. There's no way he can control himself.
0: I I, I would say it's just like a instinctive clap had to come out when he typed that.
1: I wonder when the next time I'll clap is. It's a weird time of year for that. <laughs>
0: I would think we might go to the Rockies game tomorrow, so that oh, seems like a good time. Although, who nice. knows? They'll do anything clap worthy. Uh, thanks for the love, Michael. By the way, two. What former Broncos player would you add to this roster to give it a better chance of winning a Super Bowl? Ooh. Okay, so you have to start. Like, my first thought is going to be quarterback, like Peyton am, Manning. Am I, way. Yeah, am I? Is, is the upgrade there big enough that you're just saying like? I'm taking prime Peyton Manning. Um, I think he gives us the best chance to win. And my gut feeling tells me that yes. like When Peyton Manning's on the field, you just expect to win every game. Uh, that being said, only two Super Bowls. Um, Got to worry about the weather when it gets cold out, all that good stuff. Um, I'm going to move on from quarterback,
1: though. Yeah. I think I, I probably would go quarterback. But, yeah, if we're talking about other things, and the big ones, I think, uh, Ryan Clady, um, Champ Bailey. Champ Bailey, Bailey? yeah.
0: Pastor Tan and Champ Bailey.
1: And Prime Vaughn? Justin Simmons.
0: I would take uh, Champ over Vaughn.
1: Just because of the way the roster is built, I think that probably makes – that'd be my decision too.
0: So if you add Champ Bailey, then you just like recreated a better version of the no-fly zone. Um and
2: uh-huh. <laughs> that's uh,
1: that's bold it's I guess right the there. only
0: thing is that you the third is still a question
1: mark exactly it's like okay so champ bailey that's an upgrade over a sertan is a downgrade probably versus chris harris that season at least right now yeah y- yeah and then you have one upgraded safety but both those guys were so good that year like Cream Jackson and stuff. Okay, you I'll say have you've to see created, it out. You, it's Terrible right uh,
0: yep. secondary, too. I can get a I I'll, I'll, I'll come down a little bit, um, and then you have your offense. But man, it, it, there's no way you can go away from the quarterback. You just, anytime yeah. you can get an upgrade at quarterback, you take it. Um,
1: Shannon and, Sharp.
0: And I'm taking Peyton Man.
1: Shannon, Shannon Sharp. Sharp could be a monster if he, if, if he could just block a little bit better. Then I think he might be my answer. I was going back through and watching some of these games. I'm i am trying to rewatch whole season. I've been through three of them now. And not to like just out of nowhere throw shade at Noah Fant, but it is pretty crazy how often you like watch a play and it's like, oh, Noah Fant ruined that one. Where it's just like, oh, that was looking like a decent run until oh, guess who is backwards right there? It's like it's frustrating.
0: That is that's a the that, why is just Noah fan, catching strays on a Monday. Sorry, Noah. You're awesome. Uh, number three, why has <laughs> Hank ghosted the Madden chat? We miss you. I took
1: a week off. I, was, I took some distance. I was going to send that Michael Jordan I'm back thing. Um, actually, I was going to do it this morning, but then Uh-oh. haven't gotten around to it. A little spoiler for any Madden guys who are watching. It's on the way at some point today. Uh, to anybody who saw any of these games, I imagine I lost last week when no. I was in Montana. You're Congrats three and on one. seeing my last watch of this Oh, never mind. Yeah, you're oh. three and
0: one and tied with me for the division lead.
1: Oh or sorry.
0: Boy. You're not yeah, I'm four and one, so you have one more game. Okay um, that you gotta play. Okay.
1: Well, they I'm not losing again, is what I'm gonna say.
0: Alright, we'll see about that. We play I have the bye week and then we play, so
1: oh, good. <laughs> I haven't played a Madden game in a very long time.
0: All right, four. Since the Broncos are playing in London, are you more likely to eat fish and chips first or pie and mash?
1: So that's a good question.
0: Is that I, the same as bangers and mash?
1: I thought the banger was the mash, but it no, can't no. be because that's a thing. What okay. is a banger?
0: I think it's pie is of... a different thing. Okay, so like shepherd's pie, we're talking about here, like
1: a yeah. meat pie. Exactly. I love a good meat pie. At the same time, though, I don't think I could turn down fish and chips.
0: Uh, I'm, probably <laughs> going fish. Idea, I'm probably going fish and chips
1: first. Uh, yeah. Oh, I think, yeah, bangers or sausages. So I hear that's breakfast. what I thought. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I do really like a good meat pie. And I mean, for all the shade we throw at London and their food, their meat pies are probably the best in the world. Um so I'm very excited for those. I, honest, honestly it if, could be situational.
0: Have, to be honest if I have my choice of eating anything my first meal when I get to London I'm eating Indian food.
1: Okay. Well, we might be going different places for the first <laughs> meal. Sorry Ryan. Um but yeah like the fish and chips like if you're at a bar or, sorry a pub we're going to England <laughs> uh if, if we're at a pub then I will, uh, I'll be indulging in some fish and chips probably first. But the thing is, you can get a meat pie just about anywhere over there. At least that's what I've heard.
0: I, uh, Orange Bronco UK, a.k.a. Dan, um, we've heard so many bad things about the food in London. It's up to you to, to point us in a direction that proves those people wrong.
1: It's tough when you're on an island. Like It's not, it's not that you can't get the food there, like, if you wanted to get, like, oh, here's some pepperoni or whatever, like, you could get it shipped there or whatever. But it just would be much more expensive than anywhere else. Like, you're just up there on your own little world, and it's like, what do you have? Like, you just have meats. You have, like, your starches. You've got fish. The cold water fish.
0: I don't know. My thing is, like... You're so close to so many good, like you're, you're obviously much closer to Italy and France and India and all these places than we are. So like, shouldn't people from those places be moving there and making great food?
1: That's yeah. why I want the
0: Indian food. Cause I know that's a thing.
1: Huh? Yeah. I don't know. Like I, I'm not going to lie. I'm not much of a Europe guy in general. You know, It all just kind of confuses me. So it's a 20 hour drive from London to Italy. Which, again, is, like, pretty close, mm-hmm. considering...
0: The same as here to New
1: York. About. Yeah, but it's also, like, at one. so my sister's gonna be in Germany. She has, like, a... she spent a year in Germany doing whatever nerd music thing she's doing in Germany. Um It's like, oh, you should visit her when you're over there. It's like, yeah, I should. But then also, it's like, because we're on the same continent? <laughs> like, it's not, like, like it sounds kind of weird to just be like, oh, I'm gonna be on the same continent as this person. I should probably go see, you, you know?
0: Yeah, it's like, um... Uh... It's like if you had a a cousin or something who was like going to Florida and they were like, oh, you should go visit Henry while you're there.
1: Yeah. She had this weird Danish boyfriend when she was living in Denmark and it's not because he's Danish. So any Danish fans out there actually have some really like you guys. But um, the like he was like, yeah, I want to come see you guys when I'm in America. I'm going to New Orleans. It's like that doesn't make sense. And I get that like. The way that I feel about, like, yeah, do you just go to France when you're in England? Like, maybe. But also, I know that it, you don't just, like, oh, I'm going to be in Louisiana. might as well just jump up to Montana real quick. That's, no.
0: Yeah. But it's, I mean, it's something, it's something that I think about all the time, how, like, you just think of, like, I don't, you think of a country and you just think of, like, oh, yeah, people from that country. But then you think of your own country and just think of all the different types of people that live here. It's, like, there's no, like, Americans that that's not a
1: thing that is kind of like a big part of America though this is like it's the melting pot you know so like you still do have like the movements over there but, but I it's think, just
0: like I assume people from the south of other countries are different than the people from the north of those countries
1: oh yeah oh exactly yeah like that kind of, definitely yeah because there's some yeah we don't need to get into like American place rankings just in general but there are very clear rankings.
0: Interesting. I don't like, want to tap into those at all. No, um, no. <laughs> <laughs> but it's got to know that you have your biases. All right. Yeah. I think this is probably where we should stop this show. Uh, let's right. wrap it up here. Appreciate everyone for tuning in. Hit us with a thumbs up if you're watching on YouTube. Zach is back tomorrow. We think uh, he told us rumor. that. So we, we can probably count on things that Zach tells us. We're excited <laughs> to have him back tomorrow. Uh, plenty more to talk about the rest of the week. We will talk to you guys then. Uh, peace out.